Before my homily this morning, I want to offer a very quick teaching moment. In the first lesson from the book of Deuteronomy, written almost 3,000 years ago, a thousand years before Jesus of Nazareth, Moses spoke to the people saying, the priest shall receive the basket from you, the basket of offering, and shall set it in front of the altar of the Lord your God. If you ever wonder the roots of some of the things that we do during the course of Mass, everything is from Holy Scripture. And when our crucifer leads those who are bringing the offertory down the aisle and he hands the basket to me to be raised up to God and blessed. Well, priests have been doing that for 3,000 years. I know that because Father Mario was there. <laughs> and then we placed that at the foot of the cross. Your offerings at the foot of the cross. There's your teaching moment. On this very first Sunday of Lent, the Word of God reminds us that God is first and He must be first in our lives. In the first reading for today, Moses instructed the Israelites 3,000 years ago to place God first in their lives. Centuries later, Jesus demonstrated how to place his Father first in our lives. In anticipation of the Israelites entering the promised land, Moses instructed them to place God first when they entered it and prospered. Moses knew his people were capable of abandoning God once they succeeded. He had in mind the precedence of his people worshiping the golden calf in the wilderness and claiming it had delivered them from slavery in Egypt. Bottom line, Moses knew how fickle the people of God could be. Moses instructed that they were to place God first by offering him the first fruit of the land. There's that first fruit. There's that offering. There's that priest carrying it up to the altar of God. The first fruit of the land and then confessing the humble beginnings of their ancestors and how God made them great. Similarly, my friends, when we succeed or make good progress in life, let us not forget the God of our success or our progress. Some of us, like the Israelites of old, have a problem handling success or progress. For instance, 
a student, a high school student, a college student, passes his or her examinations. And the first thing that he or she thinks of is not about thanking and praising God. The first thing that probably goes through their mind is going out to chill. For those of us who are a little long of tooth, it means to have fun. They want to go out and chill. Where is God in this? Yes, God may help us to succeed, but his priority is not success, but faithfulness. So let us be faithful to God. He should be first and above our thoughts of success. In the story in the gospel reading today, Jesus was tempted three times by the evil one. Now he'd been sent into the desert by the Holy Spirit, but his temptations came from the devil. And in those three temptations, Jesus remained faithful to his father he placed the will of his Father above everything else. The first temptation was for Jesus to turn stones into bread after his fasting for 40 days. Now folks, that's not giving up a candy bar or a Diet Coke. or something like that, for Lent, Jesus fasted for 40 days. He was hungry. What the devil was really asking him, what the temptation really was, is to use Jesus' power and position for selfish gains. Or to start a very nice soup kitchen and a, and, a, and a bread line for people to become his followers. The good news is that Jesus resisted and overcame this temptation by making the word of his Father first. Man shall not live by bread alone, but man shall live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. In the second temptation, the devil showed Jesus all the earthly kingdoms and promised to give them to Jesus if Jesus would worship him, the devil. My friends, if that doesn't speak to some of the issues that are going on in the world today. On the morning news, the afternoon news, the evening news, and the late night news, I don't know what does. People have always wanted power. And the devil says, let me see what this Jesus is made of. 
Thus Jesus was tempted to worship a little G God other than his father, the big G God. Jesus was, temper, was tempted to compromise on his faith and mission to redeem the world, not to be the despot of the world. And Jesus did not give in. And on the third occasion, Jesus was tempted to be sensational. You know, somebody with a, a lot of bling. Someone that everybody follows on Facebook or Instagram or you know, wherever. I can't keep track of them. You know that. I can't. But there are people who I'm told now are influencers. I don't know what that means on the internet, but I know what it means for me. Sunday by Sunday, I come up here for 12 minutes and do everything I can but stand on my head, which I can't, to see if I can influence you to follow Jesus more closely. I don't know if that's sensational. And I don't know if that makes me an influencer, but that's my job. And the temptation that Jesus received was to put his father, God, to the test by jumping down from the pinnacle, the topmost part, the spire of the temple in Jerusalem. Again, Jesus overcame this temptation by putting God first and not putting God to the test. Remember how the world works, my friends. Students do not examine their teachers. And we should avoid putting the big G God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to the test. We should, for instance, avoid always looking for signs and wonders before we will believe in God. Very simply, my friends, on this first Sunday of Lent, let us always put God first. When we succeed in life, let us remember our humble beginnings and remain faithful to God who blesses us. When we are tempted to misuse or abuse our power or position, let us remember where the power or position has come from and remain selfless and humble, making God first. When we are tempted to compromise, 
on our faith, on our principles, or to worship other little g-gods, let us remember the first of the commandments. God is first. We are to have no other gods before us, before our face. What does that mean? Here's what it means. If you read it in the Hebrew language, it's real clear. God says you will have no other little g gods before my face. That's, that's what it says. What does that mean? Very simply, if I am in a relationship with someone, for whatever reason, pastoral relationship, and we're talking, and all of a sudden, somebody just sneaks in between us. That person has put himself or herself before the face of the one who wanted to talk to me, before my face. There are so many things in our world today that tempt us to put whatever it is before our relationship with God. When we are tempted to compromise our faith and our principles, when we are tempted to place something between ourselves and Almighty God, whatever it might be, we have to remember to put God first. And when we are tempted to be sensational, let us seek to decrease so God will increase as the first and supreme being of the universe. And then let us remember as king of the universe, he still bent down from heaven to redeem us all. And that story of redemption is the story of Lent, of Holy Week, and of Easter. Amen.